I'm Jody Weitz, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to your spectacular life. I'm Jody White, your life and work coach, working to make your life spectacular. I'm really happy today with my guest, Kevin Bjorklund. And how are you doing today, Kevin? I'm doing fantastic, Jody. Thank you for asking. Oh, love that. Love when people are feeling fantastic out in the world, especially on this podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about Kevin. Kevin is a consultant and coach helping passionate, talented entrepreneurs and individuals who want to be entrepreneurs, clarify their purpose, vision, and goals, and develop the confident mindset required to accomplish far beyond what they thought was possible. He uses a systematic 12-step process called Thinking into Results. His background is in video production, working for various nonprofit organizations, and spent five full years traveling the globe, helping tell stories of people being helped in Afghanistan, Iraq, China, Burma, and many more. This experience and many others caused him to ask the same question over and over, what causes someone to truly become successful in life? And has dedicated the last 15 years to discovering the answer to that and the tools to help anyone live a successful life. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Well, you know, I really want to find out about your journey and what has led you to doing this really sounds like a, a quite a fulfilling and wonderful job helping people at this point. And, and would love to get into how you got to travel as well. Uh, but let's start, let's start into way back when and um, talk about if you were always this kind of a person and maybe how you thought there could be more for you. Absolutely. You know, it is, I, I think everybody has a unique, you know, everyone's DNA is unique, but I think that purpose DNA is also unique to the individual. And I think when we really get honest with ourselves about what we want, we start uncovering or discovering um, who we were created to be. And so when I look back, you know, Steve Jobs said, you can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. And so really that's where the imagination comes in. You know, what do I want? What do I see? And then pursuing that it's only when you look back that you're going to see how all of these different things weave together to 
really shape who you are as an individual. So as I look back, there were key desires in my life from the very beginning. You know, I make a joke. I, I grew up in the church. I grew up, um, you know, being passionate about uh, about Jesus and about the Bible. And that never that never waned my entire life. But I do tell, and this is honest, this is very true. When I was five or six, you know, I said, I want to be a pastor. And it was not out of a pure motive. It was because I thought they only worked on Sundays. <laughs> and so it was really, you know, for me, it was like common sense who would not want to be a pastor. Um, but underlying to that, I really did have this desire to help people. I loved the idea of helping people. Um, at that age, you don't really know what that means. You just know there's something in you. Um, you know, side note, when I would go to Afghanistan or um, Iraq and these different nations that were impacted by tragedies, um, you know, for instance, when we were in Iraq, we were working with Syrian refugees. And if you would ask the kids, what do you want to do? So many of them, it came from a pure motive. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a, you know, and they name a number of things, an educator in Afghanistan that was really big because they were coming from a place of lack in that area. And so they, there was this desire to meet the needs of people in relation to something that they felt was missing. And, you know, so I think as a young age, I knew I wanted to help people. I didn't really know what that meant. And when I was 13, I went on a month long missions trip to South Africa um, which is crazy because I don't know if you've seen a 13 year old recently. <laughs> um, I guess when you're 13 years old, you think you are on top of the world and there's nothing you can't do when you're an adult and you look at a 13 year old, it's like, oh my goodness, like they, they can't go across the street without someone holding their hand. <laughs> and so I went for a month, my parents let me go and it was life-changing one. Of course, I, I fell in love with the world. I fell in mm. love with travel. I fell in love with seeing and experiencing culture and, and like just this whole world opened up to me. Secondly, I, I experienced amazing things. Like I, you know, we were on a missions trip. I saw a man healed, like right in front mm. of my eyes, something I had never I knew that it existed. I knew people could be healed. I had never experienced it firsthand. And so to see someone who couldn't walk with a cane sitting down and then running and jumping and hopping, you know, if I was you listening to that right now, I would, yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to believe it, but with my right. eyes, I saw that. And so that was life transformational for me. And so, and then in, in high school, at some point I got involved in, um, video production and really enjoyed it. And I had a difficult time learning as a kid. So at that point, what I thought I would use video for was to help people learn that had difficulties learning like I did, you know, whether that's reading books, I thought um, National Geographic style stuff would be interesting and cool. And I liked, you know, the world. And so I was trying to piece together all of these things of what I wanted to do, why I wanted to do it, how I was going to do it. Um, well, it and fast like forward to 20. Yeah. Sounds like, you know, through, um, your life, um, you, even at a young age, you, you wanted to help people. You knew that felt really good. You know, you couldn't really put it into words, but yeah. that was the path that you were on. And, um, 
It sounds great. I mean, wow, what a what an amazing moment. You decided at 13 to get out of your comfort zone and go to Africa and experience this amazing moment, um, mm -hmm. which is great. So fast forwarding to 2020, doing it with maybe video at that time. But yeah, what happened in 2020? Yeah. So you know, that always led me, I think you said it in the bio, I was, I was curious, what makes people successful? You know, most people can't even define what success is. And it, it's a cause for tension. Sometimes some people, you know, less is more other people's more is more, you know, and, and, and so is, is the pursuit of success wrong? Um, all of these questions that and so for me, that really fascinated me, because I was driven for more, I wanted more. And I think, as I started to search that out for, you know, the last 15 years studying Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, all these, you know, all these people, um, inspirational people, you start to, um, I was looking for the answer and permission. Is it okay to want more? And is more going to lead me to a life of, um, of actually losing the things that I care about the most, or what's the balance? And it, that question really you know, got me. And on March 4th, um, I, for the first time, I don't know how, after all of that study, I came across Bob Proctor, um, for people who haven't experienced, you know, Bob Proctor, he is, he's been doing this for 60 years, studying personal development, success, the mind, uh, he worked directly with Earl Nightingale, um, and Lloyd Clonant and among another, a number of other people, he has a unique ability to communicate personal development, the mind and success mm. in a way that I've never heard before. So what, what would you say, what really hooked you if you could, you know, what, what was your big aha moment? If you could tell us what that was. The, the, the understanding that I am completely in control of my life, according to my ability to control my mind. Interesting. So you or know, control gonna, what I decide to yeah. think about. Okay. Um, so essentially um, you were able to become aware and I'm not sure about this, but of, of what you were thinking and and kind of look at that that the positive thoughts and the negative thoughts that may have been holding you back is is that right yeah absolutely uh, you know among other things one of the the answer to what success was is mm -hmm. is a big one for me um i learned that from from bob proctor and he gives earl nightingale's definition and success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal hmm. and Right there, you know, all of this searching of is it okay or um, does it lead you down a path you don't want to go on and all those other questions, it really gets like, it's kind of a breath of fresh air. You're like, oh, success is not achieving something. Success is having something that you're going after, being intentional with your life and, and living your life daily in pursuit of that worthy ideal. Mm -hmm. And for everybody, that's why I think there's a lot of times where it's hard to define success because for everybody that is different because everybody is different. And so, yeah, that would, that became very empowering and very, 
um, exciting for me. Yeah, of course, you know, just just to know what success was mm-hmm. in your own mind, or really, you know, study it, parse it, deep dive, what is success? And is it worthy? Is it worthy in my life? Is it worthy to those around me? Is it worthy to the world, those I'm going to help? Curious, what what maybe was your realization of success back then? And is it true today? Yeah, I think, you know, going back to early on in the conversation, I do believe that the most fulfilling life is living your life for the benefit of other people. I think there, and there's these, these universal laws that we see. um, And one of those is like sowing and reaping. And there is this, this concept of if I keep my life, I lose it. But if I, if I lose my life or if I give my life, I, I gain it. And, and so I think that was where a lot of what I learned throughout my, my life within the church and reading the Bible and studying Jesus, it all came together for me in a really beautiful picture of Ah, the people who are successful, though even the ones that we look at and say like, "Wow, they're successful," despite necessarily what they believe, because um, that's that runs the gamut. What you see is the people who are the most successful; they're the ones who are contributing most to society. And so, it really yeah. quickly becomes, ah, if I want to become more successful, I need to contribute more right. to society. I have to contribute to people. So. If my life is all about me, then that in a sense is taking. I'm mm. looking to get instead of to give. And But when I look at life as what can I do today to give of what I have to help people, mm. and I continue to develop that, then life becomes one more fulfilling, but also more fruitful and more enjoyable. And then you actually benefit from that law of whatever it is that you sow, you do reap. And so, you know, it's come, it's, it's common to understand that from the the context of a farmer, a farmer doesn't expect to have a harvest until he plants the seed. And and so uh, I, I can't even remember who said it, Jody, but there was this quote of like, don't evaluate the success of your day by the results that you got but by the seeds that you sowed Mm, because yeah. So when you, and if I look at my day and I say, you know, I get to the end of the day, what seeds did I sow? I consider this being sowing seed. Hopefully someone who's listening to this gets an answer to a question they were, they were considering, or they feel like, wow, life can be spectacular. You know, I, I'm not trapped by what's going on around me. I do have so that to me is seed. I look for opportunities to sow seed, just like what you're doing with this podcast. I consider this being a seed to the world for people who are looking for answers and you're providing it. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And I, I love the going with, I'm, I'm going to call it intention of mm-hmm. helping people, you know, with the intention of, I want to help one person today. And however that happens, whether it's a smile, whether it's me being empathetic to a challenge that they're having and just listening or um, whatever it is, that is my goal. 
And so getting back to the way you've worked with people in the past, how is it that you find out what what their goal is, what what that meaning of success will be for them, both on a everyday basis and in the long run, if they could accomplish a big thing or a, or a big win that they've always wanted to do. How do you work with people? Yeah, it's a great that's a great question. Um, really, it begins with asking people what do they want. What do people want? Now that question is surprisingly hard for people to answer. Exactly. It is because what because we become so realistic, which is not the way we were designed. Um, we become so realistic that we start to have as we grow up, we now get into this pattern or this paradigm or habit of trying to figure out how something is going to happen before we go and decide to do something. There's a quote by uh, former Dolphins coach, Don Shula. It's so good. He said, it's the start that stops most people. Hmm. Like so most that. people, you know, I, I say this because it is a common thing before they can figure out what they want. They, they feel like they have to figure out how it's going to happen. And so it stops them from ever really getting down to the core of what they want because there's so many limitations that we get conditioned by uh, other people or our parents or our friends or our, you know, the environment that we're in that we maybe were born into. And so all of those limitations keep us from really answering that question of what do I want? But you look at all people who have achieved anything great. I mean, you look at the Wright brothers, they decided that they were going to figure out how to fly before they knew how the decision comes before the, the revelation of how something's going to happen, you know, and I, I don't love using just a bunch of current day people who have achieved a lot of things, but you know, a good one is uh, Amazon, the Amazon store. We're going to create an, a store that sells everything. Mm. When, mm-hmm. th- when that was originally said, that was crazy. Like most people couldn't, wrap their mind around it. But the key is, and this is where I try to get people, I try to get people to go beyond the limitations for just a little bit. And, and now, okay, free from all the limitations, what you don't know, what you don't have, all of these limits, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. How do you want to live your life? They could want to go and get their master's or their doctorate degree, and they can't see a way forward because they have this, this, and this but it's actually what they really want. And so I think it starts with kind of peeling back the layers and really getting down to what do you want? And then, you know, kind of getting back to that kid mentality of just asking a couple of the same question, which is why, Mm. you know, kids have a great knack for asking the right question a thousand times (laughs) because they're trying to get to the heart of the matter. Okay. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. Why is that? Why is that? And so same thing with people. Okay. Why do you want that? Well, because of this, and usually it reveals a paradigm or a belief system. And then you get past that belief system. You say, okay, but why? Well, because of this, okay. Another limitation. And if you get down to enough of those whys, people are like, ah, because I want, this is why. And when you get to that moment, that's where it becomes exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's great. So I love this, this questioning process of really of inquiry of, you know, of the why, and then the next step, okay, why is that? And, and you know, why is that again? Um, to really look at, at all these, we don't know if they're excuses, there may be very real limits in their life, limit of resources, limit of time, limit of money. And those things can be addressed, but getting back to the why, the why and what do you want? You know, what excites you? What's gonna make your life uh, with, you know, bring in passion and you ultimately helping people in the way that you want, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, this, I'm hearing about the way you're working with people. You started uh, with Bob Proctor, which is great. Um, any other uh, tips and tools that that you can throw out in addition to this peeling back the layers that our listeners can can really grab onto? Absolutely. I'll, so I just wrote a mini book called The Winning Formula, and it's formula is spelled F-O-U-R because there's four steps to achieving any goal. And I'll just share, you know, you know, go out and and download the book. It's mindsetmastery.life and there'll be a pop-up and you can get it for free. But the, the, I'll share the four steps with you. And the first one is, and the reason I did this was because a lot of people have given up on goal setting. Mm. I think people are burned out from disappointment. People are, and, and, you know, I get it. I, I think that is, so many people are disheartened because they have set their expectations just to see them destroyed. And then oh, I want to do this. And it can come through new year's resolutions. It can come from goal setting. It can come from all these things. And so instead of, instead of looking at it and being like, I wonder if I'm going about this in the wrong way, you know, the, sometimes the conclusion is goals don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need to develop good habits. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's why that was the motivation behind this book was how can I help people achieve whatever goal they set? And so there's four steps you've just got to follow. If you are, if you really do want to achieve your goals and not fail at your goals. And if you follow these four steps, you absolutely 100% will achieve your goal. Ooh, okay. I love that positivity. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through it. So it, it kind of step one is what we talked about. You've got to discover what you really want. Um, a lot of people pick goals that they should have, you know, oh, I should lose weight. Well, why? Again, that comes back to a belief system. You, you've got to find out what you actually want. Mm-hmm. Um so what do you really want in life? And, and you don't even really, and we talked about discovering the why you don't really need to know the why exactly. Um, and I share a story in that book that reveals like, you know, my, my desire was specific, but it wasn't because, you know, I needed this thing or I should have this thing. I found that I really wanted to win first place. That was my why. That was my like, what, you know? And so Mm. one discovering what it is that you actually want. And within that step, you've got to ask yourself, am I willing 
right. to achieve this goal. Right. So it, it's both figuring out the what you want and then, you know, are, are you willing to, are you committed to discovering that goal? Exactly. Are, do, you, do you have the commitment? And, and again, resources, time may not be the right time to go after that. And this That's is something, right. Bob, I learned from Bob. You don't need to know how before you make a decision. And in fact, the how will not be revealed until you've made a decision. Mm. That makes you sense. Know? And so, which it's like, one, we have to accept the idea that all things are possible. And if we look back on history, we re- that, that's been revealed over and over and over and over. Um, you think about from the beginning of time to now, all we're ever doing is, is you know, achieving more and more and more. So all things are possible. The possibilities have always been here. The possibilities of flight have always been here. The, the, the universe didn't change. We discovered new laws or new ways of doing things that weren't possible before, but the possibility was always there. So possibility is not our problem. It's belief. Mm-hmm. Belief real, reveals the possibility. Mm-hmm. And so deciding what we want before we know how is critical. Um, so that's step one. Step two is asking yourself this question. Am I willing to do whatever it takes to achieve my goal? Now, again, this kind of goes, this touch base, this is touches what we just talked about. Most of the time, if you're doing something that you really want and you've never done, you don't know how to do it. So you have to answer that question. Yes, before. And the first step is then discovering how to do what you want to do. Now, most people neglect this like very common truth that there's other people out there who have done what they are desiring to do. And so it's not hard to go and figure out how it's just, it takes effort Mm -hmm. to go and find someone who's where you want to be and ask them, how did they do it? What would they suggest? What is their, what would their strategy be? Right. So it's just asking that question and then writing it out. So step three is writing out that crystal clear plan because we have a tendency to um, on a daily basis, allow our, our comfort zone or our um, what we are familiar with to control what we do. And so when we write something out and say, this is how I'm going to achieve this. And this is what I'm going to do every day. Then, and we follow that we have, um, there's no room for interpretation. Right. Right. And it's great. I love the fact that yes, uncertainty stops a lot of people. Um, you know, people don't know where to look or, or, or what to do to get started and, and asking others is a great step because they can, you know, it makes it more human. It makes it easier. Um, it makes it, um, connecting, um, to another person who has done what they have done and has succeeded. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that you're recommending that people go out and just ask. And, and that is a risk saying, I don't have all the answers. Yeah. And I'm going to 
ask, you know, this buddy of mine or this, uh, you know, the buddy's buddy, how they did that thing. Hmm. That's great. And then so that was step three. Yeah. And then step four is make a decision to go after it and get accountability. And a lot of times that does look like getting a coach, um, you know, because you do have to also be careful with who you share your dreams with, because there are a lot of people who are limited and in their, in their mindset, and they won't believe it's not that they don't necessarily believe in you. It could be that they don't believe in them or they don't believe in, um, a lot of things. And so they're, their reaction to hearing you talk about what you want is to pull you down, not intention. Their, their intention may not be, I'm going to make sure this person doesn't succeed, but they're not coming from a place of awareness that all things are possible. And so their only thing that they can do is solicit their opinion of what they think is possible. And oftentimes just a little bit of limitation can bring someone from a place of enthusiasm to a place of discouragement. Yeah. And, yeah. and that causes, um, unfortunately really tragic results for a lot of people's lives as they are not in control of what they think about, despite other people's opinions of them. And this is very common. And so, yeah, I think being in a community of, of people who are yeah. believing in, you, but also in the possibilities. And then that accountability person who's going to hold you to your commitment when things get tough. Yeah. And, you know, we all have been with people, you know, we've shared an idea and inspiration and uh, we know what it feels like, even the words are not even spoken that this person eh, is looking at us a little skeptically about, uh, oh, great, you know, they may not be able to do that, or, or they had an experience which was not positive for them. So they said, you know, you may want to wait or, or whatever it is, and we can feel that. Yeah. And I always suggest to people who, you know, pick, pick the people who are going to support you very carefully. Yes. Because you need that support. Um, you need those good words of encouragement to keep going because frankly, there are going to be bumps along the road. Mm -hmm. And you want to turn to that community that you're speaking about of people who will be supportive to say, man, you know, I know I went through the same thing. It was tough, but you're going to get through it. Here's some ideas and you keep that relationship going. Yes, exactly. Yeah, which is really great. So, Kevin, tell me, I'd love to hear what um, what your four steps are floating around your mind. What are you doing now with this four-step process? What's your goal that you're working in uh, to get, and how is that going? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a great question. So um, connecting with Proctor Gallagher, I, you know, went and got certified through them to be a consultant. And, you know, the reason behind it is, again, I'm following the formula. I'm looking at my big thing was I want to be mentored. I want to I want to find someone who's done what I desire to do, which is to help people 
break through the limitations and live the life they desire. So as I, as I researched it a ton, you know, in finding Bob Proctor, um, he's 87 years old. He's been doing it for 60 years and he's going stronger and harder than he ever has. Mm. And so you think, and that's something that resonated with me. I have this, I never want to retire. I'm not looking towards an end date. I'm, my question is how long can I go? How long can I add value? And so when I saw that, I was like, that is, that is who I want to be like. I want to be so passionate about what I've studied my entire life, um, studying and implementing and helping other people implement that. I want to do it for as long as I can. So Mm. one that, that connected with, with him, I, um, loved that he was mentored by Earl Nightingale and works directly with him. And, you know, Earl did all those, those brilliant programs, the strangest secret lead the field, um, and a number of other ones, and just really pioneered the audio self-help industry. So mine was to be mentored by someone who's done it and then thrive in that industry. And so that's the pursuit I'm on is, you know, the only way you thrive is how can I help the most amount of people? Mm -hmm. How can I get this message that, um, that anybody is capable of really living a life of fulfillment and, and passion and enthusiasm because they were uniquely gifted with infinite potential. Mm. Um, especially mm. related to the purpose. And so that's why asking that question of what do you want? I truly believe there's a verse in the Bible that says that God gives us the desires of our heart. Mm. And I believe that is that it, it's twofold. I believe he placed them there. I believe that he's given us the unique ability, like to be number one in the, like nobody can be Kevin Bjorklund. Nobody can be me. So the moment I try to be like somebody else, I now am second place. The only way I can be first place in my life is to be authentically true to myself and love who I am. And I think from that and that discovery, you find out what you're passionate about. And when you really tap into that, life becomes so exciting and so fulfilling. So just asking that question, what do you want? And then, um, okay, what am I willing to do to do it? And that was this path that I'm on. So getting certified through Proctor Gallagher, um, uh, just all of them being mentored by him. So that's, that's been, um, happening and yeah, so that's helping people break through is, is the, that's the goal. And I have specific numbers, not that I need to share it, but I have it written down exactly what I want. It's a crystal clear picture in my mind. I can see it. And that's what I challenge. You know, you said, how do you work with people? Um, our mind, we think in pictures. And so anytime we give an unclear picture to our subconscious mind, it doesn't, it just creates confusion. And so when people say, you know, if I help people get clear on their goal, because if their goal is something like, well, I want to make a lot of money. Well, that that's never going to happen because that's never going to happen with intentionality because the subconscious mind doesn't how much is a lot of money? A lot of money for some people is like a hundred bucks. A lot of money for other people is billions, you know? So it's a very abstract. So I help people. And this is where the video background comes in. I help people create a picture, a vivid picture 
of what they desire and them being in that picture. And then that is when, you know, they can really tap into their potential is when they can see that picture happening and, mm -hmm. and feel the emotions, be grateful for that picture, even though it hasn't manifested yet into reality. Great. Well, yeah. um, I love it. It's so, are, do you actually, I, I know that there, you know, sounds like there you're working with people to really visualize it and visualize it, not with pictures in addition with emotions to really yes. make it come through. Uh, do you, uh, do you videotape them or video record them in some way doing this, or you're just, uh, a real, you really crystallize it in their mind. Yeah. We really get clear. And that's when, when someone's, you know, goes through a coaching program with me, that's the very first step is, um, let's get really clear on what it is that you want, you know, under, and, and there's teaching and all that to get people to a place of understanding and raising their awareness that they truly are capable of anything that they, that they desire desires the beginning. And so that helps people get to this place of creating that picture. Um, and there's really two pictures that we create. There's the goal. There's the picture of them doing the goal um, and, and experiencing that life. And then there's also the, the picture of who they are, mm. the self-image. There's two images that we have of ourselves, the one that we project to the world, but then the inner image that we have of ourselves and we can never outperform that inner self image. And so, you know, I have people look at, just look at your results and tell me what results you want to improve. You could be doing really great, but you want to improve these results. Okay. We need to work on your self image because your self image is, is really what is capping your ability to produce those results. And, um, that's an exciting part of the process. You know, that's, that comes a little bit on in the coaching process, but yeah, self-image is something that we really tap into too, and creating a picture of who you need to be to accomplish the goal that you have. Great. Yeah. I, I bet, you know, because if you, if you have the belief that you can't or cannot, achieve what your goal is, um, that's really going to color it. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely going to color where you're going to go with this. I love your passion with your idea. I'm just feeling it coming through. So check that goal off. Plenty of passion. <laughs> that's good. Yes, I oh. am passionate about people living, living their life and living their life that they truly want and not Absolutely. settling for the limitations. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, um, tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you. And if you have any uh, thing that you would recommend them downloading or picking up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mindsetmastery.life is where you can find um, a number of the resources that I've created. So, uh, you know, I talked about the book, the, the winning formula, that's the fail safe, um, guide to setting and achieving goals. Um, I've created a life on purpose planner. I'm a big time planner. And so I, 
you know, a lot of people steward their money well, but they don't steward their time well. And that's usually because there's an unclear goal. But the moment they find that clarity and confidence, it changes uh, how people spend their time. Um, <clears throat> and so that planner is available. There's a little course on there and I'm actually going through a, a revision on that. So I'm really excited about the new revision coming out and really helps people set good routines for themselves and also um, goal routines, things that they can do every day to achieve their goal faster. Um, then, the, and these are all that planner is free, a free PDF, and then you can buy a physical copy. But um, uh, I've also created a goal card app. Bob Proctor is big on having a goal card and keeping it with you. And so built into the goal card is the ability to write out your goal and then affirm it to yourself. You can record yourself saying it and then listen to it with music on loop. And so it's one way to create an affirmation. And then the same thing with your self image. So there's two cards in there, one for your goal, one for your self image, and then Napoleon Hill's, um, um, self-confidence formula. So that's the third card. So you can download that off the app store or the Google play store. And then obviously that's how you could get in contact with me. If you are wanting to discover, um, or, you know, figure out, okay, what is it that I want and where am I at now? What's the gap? What am I missing as to why I'm not achieving the results that I actually want? And we can schedule a call. Um, you know, I call it the creative life strategy call because we can create the life that we want. And so <clears throat> you can do that on the website and then, you know, there's different coaching availabilities and, and opportunities. So mindsetmastery.life. Great. How very generous of you to offer all these tools. Um, I really, uh, really love in the spirit of helping you are doing it and I've heard so many ways people can help themselves going through that four-step process, getting in touch with you, downloading some of these tools as well. Mm -hmm. And I really want to um, thank you so very much for giving up your time on this show and, um, and your passionate energy, very infectious. <laughs> well, that is something I like to hear. And life is spectacular. <laughs> Life really can be spectacular. And so I appreciate you putting together this podcast and really investing in your audience the way you do. It means a lot. Thank you so very much. All right, Kevin. Um, it's been great chatting with you. And I am rooting that your goals are going to be manifested. I agree. And yours as well. Thank, Thank you. you again for having me on the show. My pleasure. You take care. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.